Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where all that the Catholic Church believes and teaches is served fresh daily. So come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzymski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff sitting in the luxurious, ever luxurious, but humble Catholic Cafe, Cafe's luxurious corner booth. <laughs> And uh, so I'm sitting here with Tom Doran, sitting across from me. You're, gay, you're giddy today. You're yeah, giggly. I'm giddy. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. You know what? Anytime, I feel joyful right now. Hey. You know why I feel Because hey. <laughs> we have a great Segway. guest. Yeah, we have, we, have a, uh, we have Sister Virginia Joy here, and she's there with the, the Sisters of Life. That's right. And so we're so excited, Sister, we to are. have you here with us to tell us, because you, you would be the first Sister of Life we've had here. You are kidding me. Yeah, so no. this, this is groundbreaking it's stuff right here. because we all love coffee. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That's very good. No, and so uh, we'll have to fill your cup up there. Get, okay. Give her a free cup on us. Okay. There. Absolutely. Yeah. Done. Absolutely. Done. Yeah, <laughs> taking Done. care of business. So, um, you know, we want to talk about, first of all, let's just talk about the Sisters of Life. Now, Great. I'm imagining the charism has something to do with life. I'm just, you are I'm, on I'm it. Guessing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, he's a great guess. <laughs> Nothing gets past him. Yeah, I'm the show Nothing. host. I can tell. And I have these You've little cue cards research. in front of me that tell me everything I need to know. So. <laughs> So, 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 Sister Virginia Joy, tell us, what, 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 what are the Sisters of Life all about? Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, it's just, I'm grateful to be here and to talk a little bit about us. The Sisters of Life, we are a fairly new community. You know, so we, we date all the way back to the 90s. Um, 1991. Wow. No, you we don't date, though, right? Well, you're sisters, right? <laughs> right, that's right. Different, different that's kind right. of dating. Different kind yes. of dating, That's yes. right. So, but, but way back so to the 90s. 1991 huh? is when we were founded. Wow. And so every community has, as you know, a charism. And um, there were two really, in particular, graces that our founder received. Um, so I'd love to tell you a little bit Please about do. it. Do you have, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Cardinal O'Connor, John Cardinal O'Connor, the former Archbishop of New York, is the one who actually founded us. And he was a diocesan priest, served in the Navy as a chaplain for almost 30 years. Just before he was consecrated a bishop, he made a retreat um, somewhere in Germany, close to the concentration camp Dachau. This is the late 70s early 80s, and he visited, you know how you can visit, I don't know if you've been to Auschwitz or Dachau. I have, not, Dachau. I have yeah. not, but I've seen shows about it. And yeah, like that. yeah, right. that you can now tour these places, these wow. death camps. Mm-hmm. And so he went, he, w- he was there, and uh, as he walked the grounds, was praying, and at one point he put his hands inside the crematorium oven, where mm. mi- millions oh. lost their lives, and he, it was, as he was praying, he really received what he would call a life-transforming grace. Wow. He received the, um, he said he felt the intermingled ashes of Jew and Christian, of rabbi, priest, and minister. Wow. And he was so, so overcome, overwhelmed, and really um, just made a cry from his heart, like, good God, mm-hmm. how could human beings do this to other human beings? And Amazing. so, it, yeah, unbelievable. And so he... Made a, uh, made a promise at that moment to the Lord, a personal commitment, that he would do anything and everything in his, for the rest of his life to protect the sacredness of human life. And so this is sort of the first foundational. There's two. And we marvel that um, this charism was born at the foot of the cross, yeah. you know, a place of darkness. And, Amen. And that the light would come into the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. So he came back to the States and really became the voice of the church for the pro-life movement. He would speak from um, St. Patrick's. Uh, cathedral from the pulpit and say over and over again, any woman anywhere who finds herself in need and pregnant can come to me, can come to the archdiocese and will care for you. So years of this went by. He helped hundreds of women this way, but he recognized the pro-life movement while people were working very hard and the truth was on our side. Something was missing. Hearts and minds weren't being changed. And so he took this to prayer 
Mm-hmm. Um, thanks be to God. He took this to prayer, and he was praying with the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, where Jesus is coming down from the mountain. And he had sent the disciples out, right, right. to cast out demons, to heal the sick. And there's that one particular demon that he, they couldn't cast out. Mm-hmm. So Jesus himself cast the demon out. Yeah. And they ask him, um, why is it, Lord, that we couldn't cast this demon out? And his response was prayer and fasting. Yeah. This particular demon can only be cast out by prayer and fasting. And our founder, John Cardinal O'Connor, he knew in that moment he would say he received not just a life-transforming grace, but he received the grace of the charism for the whole church. Hmm. That he recognized contempt for the human person as a demon that could only be cast out by prayer and fasting. Hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. It is. And now, but how did that translate into Sisters of Life? Yeah, though? exactly. So he recognized... He was being asked, so prayer and fasting, he was being asked to found a community of religious women who, you know, for out of love for the Lord of life, would literally lay down their own lives mm. and their own wombs so that others might have life. Mm. Amazing. And he, again, here he's been in the mm-hmm. chaplain of the military for 30 years, worked with men, Cardinal Archbishop of New York, has mm. no desire to start a religious women's community, and yet out of, you know, surrender to the Holy Spirit, he's like, all right, let's do this. He put an ad in the Catholic New York paper of um, titled Help Wanted Sisters of Life. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That and it was cool. picked up. It was picked up. You know, this is before internet. It was picked up, went viral, you know, through Catholic <laughs> news, <laughs> newspapers. Right. Newspapers across the country. And he began hosting retreats with women who would contact him. And he, he would explain basically the vision he'd received um, in serving women, serving the most vulnerable, you know, that we get kind of tagged as the pro-life sisters, and we are. We're, we're right. pro-life. But but the charism of life is 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 bigger and broader. Everything of life and love. Right, right. You know the Old Testament mm-hmm. to choose life. You know there's yeah. the, the way of life and death and choose life and that's mm-hmm. bigger than just now. We abortion right. and and, and this tragedy, especially in our time, is is terribly weighs upon all of society. Yeah. And yet there are so many different places where life needs to be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he would say it says in our constitutions, for the Sisters of Life. We are we're, we are the church's response to the culture of death. Amen. We embody the church's response to the culture of death, and we are literally the spiritual response to what is a spiritual reality that is that um, is containing this this culture of death. And so, our primary work is prayer, um, certainly prayer, and then uh, and yet we do have a focus on the most vulnerable, right. who at this mm-hmm. point are mm-hmm. are those in the womb. Um, as you know, there's other communities who serve the elderly, poor, and whatnot. Right. Now, do you find yourself, though, in various venues, uh, you Absolutely. know, talking, teaching, praying? Absolutely. We, we have several missions, so I'd love to tell you just a little bit. Sure. One is called the visitation mission, after Our Lady's visitation, right? right? She receives Christ, forgets herself, goes in haste to yeah. help her cousin Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And the infant John the Baptist leaps for joy. Mm-hmm. That's where I part of my, I get my name. Um, Anaphaneo. <laughs> that's right. And so uh, as Sisters of Life, we receive Christ, right, daily in adoration in, in the Eucharist and in contemplation. And we go in haste, so to speak, to these right. women who are pregnant and in need with the hopes that they will come to know themselves as lovable. And the infant in their womb will leap for joy and choose life. So we serve about 900 women a year in New York wow. with that mission. Awesome. Some of them come and live with us on the west side, if you can imagine, a convent right. uh, outside of Times Square with sisters and, and pregnant women. Yeah. Know, right? well, that was beautiful, them. It's great. Though. It's really, it's such, it a, it's such a privilege. 
to journey with them. And these women are our heroes, you know. Um, now, you're a new order, so <clears throat> you probably don't have – I mean, how, how big is your order? There's 80 of us. 80. There's 80 of us. That's 80 right. strong. 80 strong. That's right. 80 <laughs> strong and growing. We had 12 postulants enter this year. Oh, So that's beautiful. sort of the first level of formation. And, um, and then we serve – we have a great – a privileged mission of working with those – who have suffered the right. effects of abortion, mm-hmm. if you can imagine, the millions who are suffering, which is such a, it's a hidden grief. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That it's, that they're sort of not entitled to feel the pain. Is, um, mm. So we call that our hope and healing mission, which is just uh, tremendous. Uh, and that's so powerful, and a lot of people don't realize that that's right. something that's so necessary. I've, I've done a little bit of work yeah. uh, with some of the uh, agencies locally here in sure. our town that are involved in helping women through through uh, a crisis pregnancy right. whatever however you want to define it and then there are women who come there with with post abortion needs yeah, right they're absolutely. suffering trauma and they don't realize just what it was what effect it would have on them exactly mm-hmm. and a lot of times they get kind of written off right you know right? a lot of these women might be in counseling for years of some sort and 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 you know it's never justified that this has any link to it. We you know, and it's an interesting thing yes. you bring that up because another thing I, I think about when I see – a lot of times it's very easy when we see someone maybe who was uh, sort of pro-abortion and they're very sure. outspoken. And sometimes as a pro-life person, you might be tempted to kind of get filled with hate or yeah. animosity towards that person. Mm-hmm. And But then to realize that maybe that particular person is suffering right. from You're maybe right. a previous experience. Sure. Right? Yeah. And so the way they know how to deal with it is to try to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. changed or whatever and it's, it, 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 it helps us uh, as a as a pro-life community realize that god wants life everywhere mm-hmm. even the people that are the ones who are maybe the purveyors of, of death and destruction absolutely we really have to uh when we speak of it when we speak of abortion really have to speak truly with compassion right. because we have no idea i mean i think we've all met people who have been touched by abortion in some way and again it's mostly a silent a hidden suffering a yeah. hidden grief and you would be you would be shocked, you know, at, mm-hmm. at some of the women that maybe you know who are suffering in this way. And so, absolutely. And people are told when they're contemplating abortion, sure. they're told that this is just going to end the problem. Right, that you're going to be unpregnant yeah. somehow. You it's know? just going to, but it's just going to start a, a whole new. It's mm-hmm. a new wound. Yeah. You know, and, and that's sort of the argument too for those who who have suffered, again the right. the atrocious. Um, you know, abuse in any way that it's, this is just a now a new and deep wound right. that abortion kind of adds. Well, it's mm-hmm. good that we have sisters of life who yes. are out there kind of working, uh, working yeah. that problem, yeah. uh, which is good. And I guess if day. now, do you have, um, are you very, uh, active in other, other realms as well, other sure. than just in, in just in that way or well, you other know, things? We all need the charism of life. We all need to know that we are loved, um, unconditionally, you know, and that God created each of us individually out of love unrepeatable irreplaceable yeah he came that we'd have life to the full right? yes. with joy. yeah that's right and so absolutely we get invited all over to come and speak to sort of share the charism uh, i do a lot on college campuses so i think myself and the other sister in vocations we've probably been on 18 college campuses this hmm. year man that is so necessary uh, now, have you is. ever been hit with a tomato uh, or <laughs> I'm just I, have, I have not no well that's good well you have that to look forward to <laughs> you know right. you're a very young order there you go you know? that's Right. No, I I just uh, I know that the the college campuses now um, I know there's really good college campuses out there. And I know there's some that are really troubled. Sure. uh, Some with a Catholic identity and some without a Catholic identity who may have a Catholic name and they're struggling. And I know this can be uh, some tough places to uh, to minister. 
Well, I think you know, what's so key, I think, that we're able to share is because we're able to share from experience with the women that we've served. Yeah. And so when you, when you speak from that angle, you know, I'm not, I'm not out there sort of giving statistics as to, but when I speak from this has been our experience and these are the women who are coming to us and that we're able to help and these are the, share, the stories they've shared with us, that it's something that, you know, it can't, it's not a debate. Right. It's, it's, it's well, we've, we have seen and witnessed women being hurt and we have seen and um, witnessed women rising to Amen. the to the occasion and that's what um, witnessing is all about right. that's what a witness is not yes. just in a legal room but when we right. when we witness right. the people go oh, i can believe that now yeah. because i've yeah. seen it i've experienced it yeah. just through someone else's experience mm-hmm. and so we really i mean i have to say just in my own experience at least and i go to several secular universities uh, we have really been very well received awesome hmm. um so that is a huge you know again in all humility, I mean, it's it's all the Holy Spirit, you know. We just well, you are certainly well up. received here in the Catholic Cafe. We're going to refill your cup okay, of coffee. Okay, great. We're going <laughs> to take a break. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind folks at home that we have a wonderful website, www.thecatholiccafe.com. And then also, I'd love to have uh, have a word with you. Send me an email. Let me know what's going on in your life. Send that to Deacon Jeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And with that, we'll be right back. I'm Bess Drzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. For someone new to the Catholic Church and the veneration of the saints, the invocation of St. Michael can be a bit of a surprise. After all, most of the saints were people living on the earth at one time. Indeed, the saints are those who died as martyrs to the faith or who have lived lives of heroic virtue. But St. Michael was never a human being. In fact, he is an angel, a messenger of God. Yet St. Michael is more than that. He is an archangel, one of only three who are named in Holy Scripture. St. Raphael, the companion and healer of Tobias. St. Gabriel, who announced the births of St. John the Baptist and of our Lord. And St. Michael, the commander of the heavenly hosts. In the Old Testament, St. Michael is mentioned twice in the book of Daniel, where he is called the Prince of the Jewish People. In the New Testament, he is mentioned once in the letter of Jude, a letter written to encourage the early Christians to contend for the true faith in the face of false teachers. In Jude, we find an allusion to the ancient Jewish tradition that St. Michael contended with Satan for the body of Moses. Finally, in the book of Revelation, St. Michael is featured as the commander of the heavenly host in the great and final battle against the dragon. Many older Catholics will remember that at one time, a special prayer to St. Michael was added to the end of Mass. Pope Leo XIII directed this prayer to be said as the result of the loss of the temporal sovereignty of the Holy See. In 1929, when Vatican City was created, the intention of these prayers was changed to that of the tranquility and freedom of the Russian people. Still today, many Catholics have maintained a strong devotion to St. Michael and to Pope Leo's prayer. They can still be heard reciting the prayer to St. Michael following the recitation of the rosary at any form of temptation or at the conclusion of the Tridentine Mass. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle 
be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And we're back in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, and we're still talking to Sister Virginia Joy, one of the Sisters of Life. That's right. Um, you know, as a Sister of Life, you'd think, and, and your name is Sister Virginia Joy, you'd think you would smile more. You just, she's <laughs> such a sourpuss here. No, I'm teasing. Yeah. Just, you know, and the, and the other two sisters that I've met uh, that are here, you guys grin and smile. They do. So you definitely, there's a lot of life there. Yeah. Well, the, the Cardinal O'Connor, he said, there can be no Sisters of Life without joy. So that, there you go. that's on a plaque in all of our, our rooms, all of our cells. There can well, be no Sisters of Life without joy. That's pretty good. That means you're going to be around for a while. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I'm the only one. She's a shoe in. <laughs> Just wanted to secure that spot. That's there you right. Go. That's right. Very good. Well, uh, it's wonderful. So now you've, you've been telling us a lot about the, the Sisters of sure. Life. And you've got mm-hmm. lots. And I think you also have like retreats. And we things do. That you guys actually, do. yeah. We have a retreat ministry in Stanford, Connecticut. Just last year, I think we had over 2,000 people on retreat. Mm. Awesome. Um, different retreats, men's retreats, women's retreat, young adult retreats, Theology That's of the great. Body. Yeah, it's great. That's great. Just for anyone who's listening, how does someone find out about Sisters of Life and the retreats and whatnot? Sistersoflife.org. There you We've got go. a That's great website simple. and sistersoflife.org, yeah. And you can, <laughs> you can say upcoming events, click on retreats, and the registration's all online. That's awesome. All right. We'll revisit that at the end of the show, hopefully. Okay. But I uh, uh, just want to get that out there. So let's, let's kind of change the subject sure. a little bit. And let's okay. talk about you. Okay. Now, so we know what the Sisters of Life are all about. So sure. what is Sister Virginia Joy? What attracted you to the Sisters of Life? Why, why did you answer that ad in the paper? Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> God's Call was... or whatever. Yeah. God's Call. Well, um, if it's okay, you know, for me, it was sort of... What came first was, am I called to religious life? Right. So well, That's a good question. Yeah. Ask it so, first thing. so I think I had always been praying. You know, I believed God had a plan for my life, but I also believed I knew what it was. Right? And I would jokingly say it was roughly based on every romantic comedy I'd seen. Oh, you know, okay. like, this is how it's going to end up. <laughs> and, and yet um, I had worked several jobs. I'd lived in L.A. and Wyoming and South Carolina and always praying for the Lord's will in my life, but really had a powerful moment during the Mass. I'd always been taught the consecration, the most powerful moment of the Mass, when the priest consecrates the host and elevates the, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ. It's like heaven and earth are meeting. And, and in that moment is when you give the desires of your heart to the Lord. And so, you know, every Sunday that had just sort of been my practice, and I'm praying. You know, so many people, I'm going to interrupt for yeah, a second, because that's such a powerful moment in Mass. And, you know, yeah. the people that are like sort of cradle Catholics mm-hmm. sometimes forget what is so special at that, like that cosmic moment right. mm-hmm. in the mass when heaven and earth, earth meet. meet. Oh, yeah. So if you have questions, if you have questions you want to ask, you know, celestial beings, yeah. they're going to... That's, that's a good time. This is a good time this because heaven meets earth. I mean, you're, you're the, if you're in an empty church at that moment, it's filled with all the saints, saints. with the martyrs, right, with the Christ, angels. Yes, they're all praising God at the same time, praising the same God that's yeah. right there in front of you. It's a, it's a nice little group, a little room to be it's in, isn't good. it? 
It is so, yeah. So it's good to discern Source at that moment. Summit, yes. Right? Absolutely. And so that's when, and I've been taught, that's when you give the desires of your heart to the Lord. Yeah. And so I, um, you know, and, and so one particular Sunday I'm praying what are sort of, you know, my litany, typical, you know, sure. my faith, my family, my friends, everybody who I'm praying for. And I had time to sort of freestyle my prayer. I had a, lo- a couple extra seconds. Okay. and And as I'm praying what is in the depths of my heart, to my shock, I prayed for my religious vocation. Mm. And it's like if there had been a soundtrack, there would have been screeching brakes. You know, like, what? Did I just say that? Did I just say that? <laughs> oh, wow. Who said that? And I remember leaving. And what do you do when you receive grace? You try to talk yourself out of it. Sure. You know, you're like, That's right. that didn't happen. I'm so dramatic. That did not happen. <laughs> but, but when it's true, when it's truth, you'd be denying yourself if you denied it. Yeah. And so I left. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, this... How could this be? I've always thought I was called to marriage, you know, um, and yet I, I know you have a plan for my life. And so one of my friends said, well, listen, if you're being faithful, God will work with what's right in front of you. Right. And so I took that seriously. And uh, I said, I think I am being faithful and I want to be faithful to whatever his will is. So I started praying and literally within two weeks... I met someone through a friend of a friend who was entering the Sisters of Life. Wow! And just that? to just to he- just to see somebody who's like, okay, she's normal and she's <laughs> entering religious life, <laughs> and how and why, you know, tell me. Now that was obviously just a coincidence, though. That it had no, there was no providential, <laughs> divine yeah, right? intervention yeah. of. I mean, it's like the Big Bang Theory, right? This, oh yeah, this, it was just. It like just a, happened, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. You can't believe that. <laughs> yeah. You can't believe that. It's so only what happened could next? be orchestrated by the Lord. Amen. So, so you should know from that moment in the mass, it was two years before I entered. So in that two years, you know, I eventually did visit the sisters, and and again, you go to visit and you expect it to be obvious, right? Is there going to be right. a neon sign in the chapel, yes or no? And there's no neon sign, so you're like, uh, they didn't have like do a you Nilo. have another chapel? <laughs> did they have a needle with your name already on it? Yeah, yeah. they did not. They, didn't, they did not. So I'm like, okay. Um, and, but, and yet I witnessed the joy of the sisters. I witnessed um, something beautiful being lived within community life. And, and so now I'm, I'm thoroughly confused, right? I'm drawn to married life and I'm drawn to religious yeah. life. And yet that's right where the Lord wants you. He wants oh. you in a place where you're open to both so that you can receive. Sister, it's not supposed to be hard. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, God, God's supposed to make it easy. Yeah. My, my yoke is easy <laughs> and all that stuff. I've heard that before somewhere. <laughs> that's right. And so I, like, I left, and, I'm like, and I wasn't convinced that I, I was called, but I also wasn't convinced I wasn't called. And, again, I'm in this, like, well, great, now I'm crazy. I, I think they're both great. And so it was a process of the Lord reconciling my heart to the point where, you know, again, towards the end of this two years, I'm before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. And it's like almost like all my cards were down. I was finally sitting in the passenger seat and letting him drive and just riding in the grace of discernment. And I'm before the Blessed Sacrament in adoration. And I'm just like, what do you want? What is it you want? And again, not with, with words did I hear, but certainly with my heart, I heard the words you all of you for myself and yet my own pride my own self-doubt you know you get to the point where you're just crippled you just want somebody to make the decision for you Mm -hmm. and yet he says i desire you all of you for myself but you have the freedom to choose like Mm. you choose wow and when god makes anything so clear immediately you're like yes 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 yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, it took all I had to not, like, spring out of the pew and find the vocations director and be like, I'm in. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm going to awesome. go back to another. We stopped you when you were talking about sure. 
at the elevation, right? A great yeah. time to, to discern. And so now you're before the Blessed Sacrament. Adoration. And I want, again, people to listen. Where these big things happen yeah. in your life is when you are in the presence of God. That's right. When you Absolutely. open yourself up to him, it's amazing what he's going to tell you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we just be quiet and listen and, and, and stuff happens. So you were, you were in. I was in. I quit my job the next day. Wow. I, I, I mean, I, it was so clear. And here's the thing. I never felt more free in my entire life. It was my heart was undivided. I was his. Now, were you one of those crazy people mm. that just like would stop and change, like you know, turn on a dime? Like I want to be a rocket oh, scientist. No. no, I'm going to be a surgeon. No, I'm going to be a bum. You know, <laughs> no. like just every day is something different. I had I had actually um, I had been working for three years as a high school counselor and soccer coach. I had bought my own house. I was living with my best friends, having a great time, mm. but knew I was restless in my own heart when I had that experience at the mass the first time. Um, and so, no, I I. Um, it was very hard for me to mm. leave, to leave, obviously, certainly the sacrifice of family and, and friends and, and the prospect of marriage and all of that. But there has to have been some joy and exactly. some reward in there as well, right? Well, and that's the thing. I never felt more free, more alive, more myself than in that moment. That's and I awesome. knew that this, you know, God calls each of us into the vocation of love. That's mm. what we're all called to. And this is how he desires me to live my love. In a way that, that, that blows my mind, you know, that I won't have physical children, but I will be a spiritual mother to countless only because he allows it. Oh, that's right? beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. What a gift. And so we thank you for your vocation, by the <laughs> thank way. You that so you much. That you live it out with, with such joy. And speaking of joy, yeah. Sister Virginia Joy, where did that name come from? That, uh, it's it a great you. question. Sister Virginia Joy. So you get to, you prayerfully discern and you submit up to three names in our community. Right. And, and Virginia was actually my baptismal name. Um, and I didn't plan on keeping it. I was named for my grandmother. Um, but when I prayed with it, I wanted something for Our Lady and her her virginity, the purity right. of herself. And that... How beautiful. It's become an insult. And nowadays, you know, like, oh, don't yeah. even be called a, to a yeah. virgin. Mm-hmm. And yet, um, one of the saints, St. Gregory's, talks about uh, virgin love. Right. And that it, is, that it is sort of this powerful stream because it's undivided, mm-hmm. going towards God the Father. So, Virginia. And then joy as... Uh, a fruit of the Holy Spirit, certainly. And then um, that first encounter with Christ. Yeah. Right? With Christ radiating through the womb of Mary to John the Baptist. He leapt for joy. And if we live right. in his presence always, it should be one of joy. Yep. That's Man. right. But your other names, Fred Flintstone, and, <laughs> and, and I forget the other one was, but those, those you right. can take. So Virginia yeah, they didn't Joy, take you're not right, beautiful. man. There's something yeah. wrong with you. You're not right. No, that's, no, that's a beautiful story. So if you were talking to a young lady right now, which sure. you probably are who's listening, yeah. just kind of thinking maybe in the back of her head, mm-hmm. just give us like the 30-second, here's what you need to think about. Well, first of all, the answer comes in prayer. He is the only one who has the answer, and he actually desires for you to know it. And so be with him. Frequent the sacraments. Get a spiritual director if you can. But really find him in prayer, some type of mental prayer. Not just your, you know, certainly pray the rosary, but adoration, contemplation, going to the Mass. That's it. Open yourself up. So beautiful. Thank you, Sister Virginia Joy. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Let's pray, and let's gonna we're gonna ask our Blessed Mother to wrap her mantle perfect. around us. How about Great. that? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for us sinners, sinners now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send an email to deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association and is broadcast with ecclesial permission from J. Terry Stive, Bishop of Memphis in Tennessee. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe. There's always room for one more at our table. <laughs>